I think that you should do the intro this week because no, I have it. royally screwed up the intro every time I've done it by calling this podcast Tough Bakes. I know, but it's funny and it gets funnier every single time you say it. Ugh. That was a that was a Beetlejuice joke. I know. <laughs> um would you like the honors of doing it this time? No, but I'll do it anyway because you know what I'm gonna do. You saying you don't want to do it, that's going to be our intro. Damn it. So you know okay. how I am. <laughs> I, I do. Don't curse. Okay, don't, I'll try. Don't curse anymore. <laughs> okay. Hello, audience. This is Frog Kissing, <laughs> a Tough Pigs podcast. You are listening to Laura, that's me, and Julia. That's, that's me. Her. That's her. And today we're going to talk about three things... Uh, basically, we're going to talk about the I Am Big Bird documentary. Uh, we're going to talk about the Cookie Thief special for Sesame Street. And we're going to talk about Frank Oz's birthday, which is today, 25th. Yay! Happy birthday, Frank Oz. You grumpy Yay. old adorable man. He's not that grumpy. He's just <laughs> Frank. I know. Yeah. I don't know. My, my volume levels on here are really strange. Um probably because I was talking about, like, NPR person before. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's also Tal Day for Hitchhiker Guide fans. And I actually just bought a little Hitchhiker decal thing to put on my car. Aww. So that's, I really like that. It's neat. I haven't put it on my car yet because my car is dirty. But (laughs) I will do. Um, yeah. And the Jim Henson connection to that is that they made the Vogons for the film and they look amazing. That's right, yeah. They're actual, all, the whole thing, the whole things are puppets. And that's remarkable, because they look so, so good. That's cool. I've only seen that movie once, and so I only vaguely remember anything from that film. Aw. They also made, I, I'm, I'm guessing they also made all the, uh, the other creatures and stuff for it, too. Probably. Um, but... Other than the Vogons, there weren't there weren't a whole lot of other creatures that like moved and did. Uh, Marvin, I guess, who was played by Warwick Davis. Was he? Oh, yes, he was. Warwick did Davis. You know that? I didn't. Aww. That's amazing. I did love. Did you know that Warwick Davis has an autobiography out? Does he really? <laughs> he does. What's it called? Um, Judge Me by My Size. Do you? I think. That's good. Something like that. Now I have to look it up. Alright, I guess we're also talking about Warwick Davis today. Um, I forgot, it's on my list of things to read. Book. Did it just come out? Um, Size Matters Not. I knew it was a Yoda line. I don't, I haven't, I don't think I've seen it before. Is it new? Um, no, it came out like four years ago. Oh, well that's probably why I haven't. It's well, I didn't even hear about it until, um, uh, Star Wars Celebration. Okay. Since he was, like, reading from it and stuff. That's anyway, cool. Any- let's read. Anyway, um, do we want to start <laughs> with? Do you want to start with Frank or do you want to start with Sesame? Um, I don't know. You pick. Um, oh, we also have to do our contest. I totally forgot about that. Oh yeah. We also uh, have to pick from our contest. We can. How about we end with the contest? Yeah, that's what I figured we do. Um, let's talk about Frank, and then we can segue into Sesame, and then I am Big Bird. Okay. That sounds good. Okay. Um, 
it's Frank's birthday. What? Yay. What of the nature of Frank's birthday did you want to speak about? You know, for years and years, I was so excited because I thought Frank Oz's birthday was actually on my birthday, which is the 27th, which is Wednesday. But it is not. And every time I think about Frank's birthday, I always think about how I was so convinced that for whatever reason, that his birthday was on my birthday. But I do share a birthday with Christopher Lee. That's pretty cool. Which is, that's pretty cool. That that man's amazing. And Margaret Hamilton died on my birthday. So I don't know. That's important. (laughs) Well, that was I, the that was she was the wicked witch. Yeah, yes. I I share a birthday with America, so it's and all Captain good. and literally and Captain America and Captain so. America and Arthur yeah. Miller, famous playwright. Oh, I know who he is. The more you know. And today is also uh, Christopher Surf's dad's birthday. Christopher Surf, who is better known as Little Chrissy, from uh, Sesame Street. Nice. And his father actually uh, helped create, he was like one of the two guys that helped create the Random House Publishing Company. Really? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. I right? Ju- I just picked up poetry books from Random House Publishing Company the other day. Aw. He would have been 117. Wow. Uh, and Frank is 71 today. I was going to ask if you knew how old Frank had turned today. Yeah, I looked. <laughs> I put it on our, our our Twitter. I saw. Um, I did. Yes. I did see that you posted on the Twitter, but I wasn't. I didn't see the age. Oh, I well, I posted it like four times. Oh, okay. On Twitter, because every time I I did a picture, the first picture I did was Yoda, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, it was a really good picture, but I wanted to do towards Muppets, so I did a behind the scenes post picture, and it was from behind the scenes of Sesame Street from like forty years or something, whatever their little fortieth anniversary DVD thing. I, it came out and I bought it. But because the Disney acquisition had happened, um, he was wearing a Muppet Show headband, and it had Disney Muppets on it, so they were all blurred out. <laughs> I was like, well, that's dumb, so I changed the picture again. <laughs> and um, I think I kept the one now. And then, uh, but when I, I did a search, I'd, I wanted, like, a younger picture of him. Mm-hmm. I really want I really wanted one of him, like, when he was, like, you know, 19 or something when he had I, when he had more hair when he had when he had all his hair and he had like the 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 horn rim glasses and looked like a little baby mm-hmm. uh, you know and um like pre mustache you know so I I did Frank Oz young right mm-hmm. and I googled it and I found a good picture of him directing I was like oh that's really good I haven't seen this picture in a while so I posted that one when I clicked on it and like the Google thing that just comes up. The description on the other side was Frank Oz nude photos, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Okay, so I just I just saved that photo, put it on my desktop, uploaded it." I was like, "I can't believe that said Frank Oz nude." I found like some weird stuff, just like rant, really random. When you just Google something for like young, like their younger selves or something, I don't know, or. Don't like on Tumblr. Do not look too far in the Brian Henson tag, because there is a porn actor named Brian Henson. Oh, so <laughs> that's so that's good the, to know. The younger audience, or if you don't want to be surprised, <laughs> um, yeah, there's a porn actor named Brian Henson, and uh, he's got just not a whole lot, just a couple of pictures. Um, 
there's some other there's another guy too that like I have in my in my Tumblr search that I'll just like randomly find <laughs> new pictures of a guy that's also named this. <sighs> internet. Oh, the internet. Just penises all the time. Penises everywhere. So Frank Oz's birthday. <laughs> so Frank Oz's birthday. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah, I guess Frank is probably. I mean, he's not the last original guy who founded the Muppets, obviously, but he's one of the few who's still around. No, actually, he is. Is he? Like, yeah. out of, I guess, out of the very, if very go, early people. Jane, Jim, Don Celine, Jerry Joel, and Frank. Yeah, and even, I mean, Jerry Nelson wasn't there at the conception, but he was there pretty yeah, early. Jer- yeah, Jerry Nelson came in after, and he's gone too, so yeah, Frank's it. Oh, man. God damn it, Julia. Oh man, we're just, we're gonna curse. You just made me really sad. Anyway, but I I love when Je- when Jerry when Jim God <laughs> when Frank talks about um my favorite thing that Frank does in interviews is when people say something about well how did you come up with that voice because his answer is the same every time. He says it's not about the voice. The voice is like ten percent. What is its characterization? Mm-hmm. It's you know, the puppeteering, the voice is hardly anything. And um, that interview that I sent you that I just posted today on Muppet Mayhem mm-hmm. was a really good interview because the guy, um, he mentions it a couple times and he was like, uh, with George Lucas when he did Yoda, he was like, George, but George, you keep, you know, downplaying the voice, but when George Lucas got you, he wanted you for what? He wanted you for the voice, right? And Frank said no. In fact, uh, George wanted him for his puppeteering. He wanted him for his characterization, all that good stuff. Yeah. The dialogue was not exactly written how it comes off. There was like a certain language that Yoda was supposed to have, and then Frank toyed with it and made amazing choices with Yoda. And I think, and I was like, you know, that he, and he said that, you know, it was, it was mostly him kind of figuring out how to say stuff. And the way that he wanted this character to, because he did, he does all the actor work, you know, he does the bio and he does his likes and dislikes and Aww. his goals and all this stuff. And I was like, and and that makes sense since Frank is so much about characterization. I was like, he does the actor work, you know. Um, I mean, that's what we had to do in school. Yeah. Whenever we were given a role, then that's you know, do your front, your do your bio and do your, you know, you got to do the character work. Um, which I like doing. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. nobody else did. I always was about that when I was younger. Yeah. That was fun. Um, anyway, so, uh, you know, that, that language that Yoda has was uh, a lot in part to Frank. And then, but it, that makes sense because the same way with Grover, the the choices that he has when he when, when he talks as Grover are the same thing that, that Eric's still doing now is though, you know, that he doesn't, he hardly ever uses contractions if ever. Yeah. And that's, I don't know, like, just even something like a little thing like that is very, like, that's a clear choice that you have to remember and make every time that you speak as that character. But, I mean, that's something that, like, obviously people that pay attention remember and know that <laughs> Grover, Grover speaks a certain way and Cookie Monster speaks a certain way. That's very true. All of Frank's characters, like, from Sesame and The Muppet Show, they all speak a very distinct way. Animal. Yeah. Even, yeah, even Pinky. 
Yeah. Well, not it's not just the the French thrown in there every once in a while, but the way that she talks, it's very it's kind of clipped. Yeah. In a way. And you know when she gets really sweet on something or you know when she gets really angry at stuff, you can tell she gets growly. You know that kind of thing. Different different stuff. Or she gets overly sweet, you know, you're really in trouble. <laughs> yeah, comparing just, like, the three characters in the Muppet Show, An- Animal, Piggy, and, like, Sam the Eagle, they all speak uh-huh. very differently. Even Fozzie yeah. has. And Fozzie, he- yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, Fozzie's next to... He enunciates a lot. Yeah. He enunciates a... I love, I love the way Fozzie speaks. I love Fozzie, so... Yeah. <laughs> I love it, yeah. Whenever he's and when he when he calls uh, Kermit Frog of My Heart, or he's you know he always says yes sir or something like that. I love that so much. Mm. And that's that's so much in the in the Muppet movie. Yes, as well. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was originally talking. Oh yeah, the he was ta- talking about the voice thing, the how that's and it, and he he corrected the guy. He says because uh, the guy kind of like the interviewer started to kind of apologize and he was like no no it's because it's not just you it's like everybody people can't get around that it's not frank oz as the voice of it's frank oz performing because i mean but that sounds so much easier to me to just say performing because that encompasses everything instead of just the voice of when you're just doing the voice and you're not doing nothing else that's yeah yeah i mean it's people think that it's just the voice because that's really it's all they can kind of take away from the person performing it you know they're like oh that's definitely their voice but then i'm watching this puppet doing stuff but you know it's there is a person (laughs) underneath operating everything that puppet does and making sure that like the emotion comes through and not only the voice but in the actions and like their movement and the way that they carry themselves yeah and i think it's just easy to kind of forget that especially if you're not super invested into the behind the scenes of the muppets or any other thing that has puppets i guess yeah um, and if, if yeah. you notice on imdb that's how they're credited too is it uh, credited Wh- by voice well it's steve whitmire kermit voice oh. like they'll have the voice in the parentheses oh. which is very strange <laughs> but i think that's kind of weird to me that because you're not seeing their face you're just seeing you're hearing their voice you're seeing their performance through you know felt or whatever yeah but yeah but anyway so check out that interview because it was really good i'll you know, I'll re I'll reblog it right now so people know what we're talking about. Yeah, I saw that you posted it on Tumblr, and you also sent yeah. me the link, so I probably will watch yeah. that later. Well, because I was watching it at the time, and then you finished. <laughs> yeah. So Frank's awesome, and a, another favorite thing uh, is when if you ever well, I know you have several of his movies that he's directed, but I love. More than any other actor, or more than any other director, I think. Maybe him and, like, Quentin Tarantino, because they kind of operate when they're doing commentary in the same manner. Oh, I was hoping they you were going to talk... I thought you were going to talk about commentary. I'm so glad you are. Because they do it in the same way. They act like you are literally right next to the couch, next to them on the couch, yep. watching it with them. And Quentin Tarantino does it a bit differently, but, you know, it's not his birthday, um, but I love him. But he does that same very. He kind of, it's it's like he. Well, they kind of do the same thing because he because you know Quentin will say okay like that's how his speech pattern mm-hmm. is, and Frank will say the exact same thing. He'll say you know you know this is how, you know, we have to set this up and people have to come in this way okay, and then, and he'll just you know kind of like like not like check in with you because it's just how they speak. Yeah. But 
Quentin Tarantino does it as if you're already a, you know, film buff. Yeah. You know what he's talking about kind of thing. Because you obviously have bought this movie. You know what your, you know what your stuff is. Yeah. Uh, Frank will say it. He'll talk a lot of it like he's an instructor. Like he's a teacher. And I love yes. that so much. I, I love it. When I was in New Zealand, me and my good friend James watched Little Shop of Horrors, and then right afterwards we watched it with the commentary by Frank Oz, and he just, like, tells you everything that's going on, but, like, so casually, and there was one sequence in that movie where, like, between, like, every time the shot changes cameras, um, they do it in different, like, speeds, um, because of how the puppet had to move, they had to speed up certain parts, Yeah. but then when they would go back to Frank Morant, Frank Moranis, no, Rick Moranis. <laughs> oh my! Um, it would it would slow down again, so he'd be like, "Here it is at this time, and now we're back to this time. Now I know, back to this time." And he just kept going, and we were like, "Oh, Frank, oh, and it, dear Frank." It's, it's like I I felt like I was like listening to a lecture. It was amazing. Yeah, awesome. love his commentary. I would very much recommend the Little Shop of Horrors commentary. It's yeah, a lot of fun to listen to. But I love I love listening to commentary anyway, and then other people do it. They act, they just kind of goof around and talk about it a little bit, and then some people will just they'll watch the movie too much, and I kind of can't stand when people do that. Yeah, <laughs> but like all of Frank's commentaries are really good. I always try to listen to Quentin Tarantino's, and the one for A Knight's Tale was so good. <laughs> who did the, it was? Who did the Knight's Tale? It was um Brian Hedgelin. I think that's his name, who was the director, and Paul Bettany, and they've been, like, really good friends for a long time. Mm -hmm. So they just kind of, like, sit there and banter and make up stuff, and it's so funny. (laughs) That's great. They, like, I think they did, like, some rumors about Laura Frazier in there and everything, so it's so funny. (laughs) I really like Night's Hill, and I really like Laura Frazier, because that's my name. That is your name. I know. It's spelled, it's entirely spelled differently, though, which I think it's funny. I like Night's Tale. But see, if I was, like, really Scottish, then that's how (laughs) I would spell it. That's the actual way to spell it. Yeah. Do we want to? So ta- I think. Do we want to talk about? Do we want to move on to Sesame? Yeah, I was gonna say. I think we talked enough about Frank. <laughs> it's been twenty minutes. It's been twenty yeah, minutes, so it might be a little bit long. Do we just want yeah. to kind of talk broadly about Sesame Street? I know someone asked for us to speak about it. Yeah. Well, I would just let's just do the Cookie Thief since we saw that. Okay. Um, I literally I just, just like watched the, the Cookie Thief like a half an hour ago. <laughs> That's when I finished watching it. Cause... I watched it. I watched it three hours ago. So... Oh, good. Oh, okay, I feel less bad. I thought that you had watched it like a couple days ago, and I was like, oh, I haven't watched it. I'm, I'm the worst. And no, I like okay. literally forgot. And I was like, okay. Oh, you know what? You said that, and I picked up my last cookie over here. I was gonna oh. eat it, and I'm like, no, I'm recording. That would be a bad idea. <laughs> Mm, um, yeah, cookies. Uh, that's my main comment about this special was it made me want to eat cookies. Yeah, I wish I could send you the cookies that I have that I'm mm, eating now. Maybe I'll go. That's buy. and that's exactly what I did. And then I saved some for later. So like I had like a big pot, big pile of them. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is too many, so I put them aside. <laughs> and I'll wait, I'll have some of these later. But they're Chips Ahoy cookies, which I normally don't like, but these are okay. Maybe after this podcast, I will reward myself by going to the Safeway a block away and buying cookies. Ah, you're so funny. <laughs> Safeway. We don't have those. Really? Okay. Yeah. They're everywhere on the... Mm-mm. I guess on most of the West Coast. I don't know about California. Wait, no, no. yeah, they're, they're definitely in the Bay. Look, me and Allison, <laughs> when we were driving to Atlanta, we saw a Costco and we freaked out. Oh man. We don't have <laughs> Costco's are everywhere here Foods. as well. Oh my god, and a Whole Foods? <gasps> Whole Foods. No, we don't have those. 
That's crazy. I love seeing stuff that like we don't have in North Carolina, <laughs> and like people freak out and they see Dunkin' Donuts and stuff. And that's on that's like an East Coast thing mostly. We had, we had a Dunkin' Donuts here for yeah. a hot second. I don't know what happened to it. That's gone. Yeah. We have two now. We have one down the street. Why are we talking about Dunkin' Donuts? Who didn't even talk about I want a donut now. No, cookies. Okay, so... Okay. Um, Cookie Thief, I thought it was really cute. Um, I don't know if it was... It felt, it felt kind of more like a... I think if they shortened it down, it could have been just a nor- regular episode of Sesame Street. Yeah, that's how I kind of felt. I was like, I mean, this is cool. I love Cookie Monster. Um, I liked getting to see Ryan Dillon as Elmo. Um, but it felt like they could have... Yeah, shorten it down and then just cut it into segments and it could have just been an episode of Sesame Street. I don't think it constituted it. It's it's no big bird in China. <laughs> that's We should do we should do one true. on that because we could do uh, one on Big Bird in China and follow that bird. And follow that bird. Yeah, we just need to just, you know, we'll we'll get to it eventually. We'll just do all the, we'll do all the movies and all the specials. We'll get to them. Um, um we'll do Miss, Mr. Willoughby's Christmas tree. We'll do that one for Christmas. Oh, uh, yes. Um, as a whole, yeah, so I thought Cookie Thief was good. I mean, I love Rachel Dratch. That was cool that she was there. Um, I liked the ending song. All the other songs I was like, Yeah, the ending song was really good. The ending song was really good. Cookie's little, his lament outside, that was a bit long. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I was waiting for it to be over at the end. I think I I skipped part of it. Or I I left the room. (laughs) Yeah, God loved Cookie Monster, but he's not like, he's, he's no Josh Groban, you know? With the with the ballads there, That's um, true. Chris's dancing was really fun. Chris's dancing was great. I don't think he I've was... ever seen Chris before. Really? I he was like he's like one of the new the new guys, but he's not that new. I ha- I to be quite honest, I don't I don't watch a lot of Sesame Street nowadays. I watch like clips, you know, whenever they appear on Tumblr and YouTube or Tough Pigs. Um, so a lot of the celebrity clips and. Occasionally a couple songs and segments, but I'm not as caught up with Sesame. I dream of, like, going through the entirety of that show someday, but that's wow. so daunting. I don't know if it'll actually happen. <laughs> 40, look, okay, uh, mm, no, because it's 45 years, 46 years, a show, five or five days, five days a week for probably half the year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. And then, and then, like some, a bunch of them, you can't even find. Yeah. So, well, I, I meant in the sense that, like, whatever I could find, I'd watch. But plus, they kind of recycle sketches and stuff. You'll get sick of it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I thought I thought more in the sense of like I'd watch it for like the main segments and then maybe skip around the other. We'll sketches. see, but like, okay, look, back in the day, <laughs> that's not how they did things. Yeah. It was. Very, it was different. Like I've seen like some really really early I know. episodes. Yeah. And up until like the nineties, it was kind of the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I, this was a thought that I had like two years ago when I was super idealistic, and I was like, "This is totally doable." Nowadays, yeah. I'm like, "Nah, nah, that's okay. I'll just watch things on YouTube." I wanna, I wanna rewatch Fraggle Rock. I need to get on that. I do want to rewatch Fraggle Rock. It's been a couple years. We um, could, we could make that a thing. Could, um, and then do Farscape later because we talked about doing Farscape. We did talk about doing Farscape. Um, Farscape it was on Netflix. I'm not sure if it still is. Oh dang. Okay. We'll check. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to back to Cookie, Cookie Thief. Thief. Okay. So I haven't seen Ryan as Elmo in like long form. I've seen like a clip here and there. Me too. But like to listen to him and have him be like a character in the story and everything. First of all, Ryan sounds exactly like Kevin. It's awesome. 
Secondly, he was really funny, but not in an over-the-top way, but, mm-hmm. like, downplaying stuff. Like, just his little kind of, like, clearly ad-libbed things. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Um, and I really liked that Elmo wasn't, like, the main character, but he was a good secondary character. He was a good supporting character. Yeah. You know, I'm not entirely sure if that would have worked with Kevin's Elmo. That's true. Um... I, uh, like you, I haven't seen a lot of Ryan Dillon as Elmo in long form, um, and I totally agree, he's pretty spot on for the most part, and he was a great secondary character, um, but yeah, he's he's a really good supporting Elmo, which we haven't really gotten a lot of in the past, and I don't know if maybe it's because of the push to make Elmo kind of central for like the last, what, 10-15 years, but um, yeah. it was it was nice to see him still be important to the plot line, but not, you know, the central figure Elmo. of it. Yeah. <laughs> not to be... Yeah. But, okay, because, um, you know, where of the audience where we just... Like, I don't know if you... Did you get it a lot? Because, I, I mean, Elmo came along in 85, but he wasn't real big until, like, I w- I'm the part of the I'm part so of the I Elmo... That. I'm part of the Elmo generation. I He okay. became big when I was, like, what, five or six? So, yeah. Okay. I was never... I was never super, super big into Elmo, but I loved Elmo as a kid. I feel like most kids my age probably did. Um, I don't I don't know who I was all about. I think I was all about Grover when I was a kid. Yeah, it or, was all like Bert and Ernie and, and Grover and Cookie Monster. Mm-hmm. And Big Bird. Oh, Big um, Bird. But otherwise, yeah. I mean, you for, like, speaking of Big Bird, uh, you forget <laughs> how, like, big. I mean, especially, at least for me, because that's when he was, like, Follow That Bird came out, and I remember we had that on tape somewhere but Mm -hmm. like we could never find it because mom forgot to write it down or something i don't know (laughs) and then um um bear goes to china and what was the he did the what was the other one it was those two wasn't it well yeah but he it was a big bird goes somewhere else hold on i gotta wiki it because i remember like i saw that one but i didn't but big bird goes to china was was the big deal yeah i thought there was another one oh um but I mean, we had a Big Bird doll, and we had yeah. There we had a we had a Big Bird doll in the nursery of our church, which was so old and so ratty. Like one of its eyes was missing. <laughs> it like didn't have any like it it didn't have feathers. It had fur, kind of thing, because it was you know a toy. Yeah. Know. But it was but it it looked. I was like, this is so weird because this this Big Bird doll looks like original Big Bird. That's how, you know, messed up it was. So I did, like, some research later on after having, like, just remembered that it was there or seeing it or something. Yeah. And then I, and then I like, I went on, I Googled a search or something, and I'm like, you had to figure out this Big Bird doll. And no, it was an original <laughs> Big Bird doll from back in the day when he actually did look like that still. I'm like, holy <laughs> crap. This is, like, the oldest thing. And then my brother had the Bert and Ernie puppets. Aw. Which were, like... They were like rubber. Their their faces were like this rubber. These like rubber puppets. Like the, I don't know. They were big in the eighties. It was just like rubber puppets all over the place. Yeah. So we had those, and Aaron had uh, Bert and Ernie um, slippers and pajamas and stuff. So it was all about like Bert and Ernie and Big Bird and a little bit of Grover, but Bert and Ernie and Big Bird. Yeah. But. I, and Cookie Monster. I like that Cookie Monster and Grover seem to be making a comeback. Bert and Ernie are kind of get... They don't get a whole lot of stuff to do anymore, but I think that's just time constraints with Steve. I Has everything. Ernie shifted hands? 
I've I don't know if that's it's something that's actually happened, but I thought I read not something. Not officially. Not officially. Okay. I, yeah, I don't think so. Um, the people that are in charge of making it official haven't yet, I guess. Okay. But they're. I mean, this other guy does perform him, and I did see his name in the credits of. Um, but I, you know, he's obviously working on Sesame Street. I forget what his name is. Okay. Bill something. <laughs> A lot, of char- a lot of characters have been switching hands on Sesame. I mean, yeah. a lot of it is because of people retiring, like Fran. Um, mm-hmm. I had to ask you, because I wasn't sure, because I hadn't looked it up, about Prairie Dawn in The Cookie Thief, and that was still Fran. But uh, Sparkhurst. Yeah. I think. Yeah, he's a young and Yeah, credited Muppet performer seasons 41 and 45. He's been active in performing Ernie. Yeah, so I'm guessing he's gonna be the next, the next in... Um, but until, like, I know that there was kind of an argument over at Muppet Wiki, which was, we're not going to put his name in the Ernie box until it's official, until yeah. we hear it, until he takes over, totally, kind of thing. Um, and it's probably, you know, most, more likely to do the, with the Steve, you know, yeah. doing Kermit so much, rightly so, because otherwise... Steve really doesn't have a whole lot to do on Sesame Street. Yeah, that's his now only... that Kermit's not there around or anything. Yeah, that's so. his only character over at Sesame, so mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yep, which I always found that interesting. Like him and Dave, they they didn't have any Sesame stuff to do. Yeah, um, kind of thing. And then like Jerry did like a lot of Sesame stuff, but not a whole lot of Muppet Show stuff in the first couple seasons. But that was with Christina's health reasons and all that. Cookie Thief was cute. It probably could have been done. Shorter, shorter, yeah. But uh, um, I enjoyed it as a whole. I think it was. I like seeing. I like seeing Prairie Dawn again. I did too. I feel like we we don't see her as much, you know, ever. So. I, I feel like because they officially pe- passed her on to Stephanie um, Diabrizio. Yeah, no. I feel like we'll probably be seeing a lot more of her. Hopefully, I hope so. I hope so. And that would be I nice. Like, and and Abby, I like her. She's cute. Abby's cute. She's little cute things. <laughs> cute. Cute fairy, <laughs> cute kid. I thought I liked. Um, I liked when they they did the the painters. Yeah, it was the first the first time I've ever seen uh, Vincent Van Gogh or Vincent Van Gogh done with a Dutch accent. Yeah, I was wondering about that accent. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to look it up. I was like, where is he from? Oh, he's from Belgium. Wait, where is that in again? Oh, it's it's Dutch. Okay. So yeah, I had to I had to look it up. So don't feel bad. Um, yeah, because I've never, like, I, I, after, you know, looking up, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's a Dutch artist, but I've never seen him portrayed, and I've seen, like, a couple, of, like, you know, he was in Doctor Who, Yeah. he was, um, there was some movie where Benedict Cumberbatch played him. Oh, really? English accents every time. Yeah, that's, I had that same thought. I was like, I've never seen Vincent van Gogh played with an accent like that. But then yeah. they, they did mention that they were in Belgium because of the Belgian waffle joke. So I yeah, was yeah. like, yeah. oh, okay. They did it, yeah. But they did it, I mean, come on, saying kookies just kind of funny. But... <laughs> uh, accents are funny. Okay. <laughs> so, well, to, to be fair... Also, Tyler Bunch played uh, Vincent Van Gogh, so that was cool. Oh, did he? Okay. I was trying to figure out... I figured um, the Leonardo da Vinci sounded like Joey Maz. That was Joey, yeah. That's what I figured. And then then Steph was um, Mona, or Muncha Lisa. Yeah. And if I'm not wrong, they're both Italian. Um, So... (laughs) Joey Maz is definitely Italian. Oh, yeah. And probably Stephanie, so there you go. Yeah. Mazzarino. 
it's we keep I like how we say Julia Maz. Like I keep you know we keep saying they're just like the first names or the nicknames that we give them or whatever. So Joey Maz. And you know what I really like on Tumblr? That is an actual tag. Yeah. You you and I forget who else, but it's like there's like five pictures under Joey Maz and I love it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean that was it was fun, it could have been shorter. Yeah. yeah. But it was nice. It was good. It's good, good good bit of good bit of art thing. Good art lesson with cookies, yes. And a and a cookie thief. A literal cookie thief. Oh yeah, I went in like not knowing who the cookie thief was gonna be, and I was like, "Yeah, me neither." I was like, "Oh, it's a cookie." I guess that it's makes an sense. Actual cookie. I was hoping it would be someone else from Sesame Street. I don't know who or why, no. but I was hoping for it to be more of a surprise. Yeah, that's an actual cookie, and we'll never see that cookie again because we associate him with theft now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. We probably won't see that cookie again, though. Probably not. Who did the who performed the cookie? Was it Joey or was it um, Matt? I think it was Joey. Okay. Hold on. I have to look it up now. See, I did my research before doing the show. That's, I'm like really proud of myself. That's very smart. I I can't use my internet when we're recording because otherwise it um, messes up my computer. That's sad. Okay. Penguin guard. Oh, it, it was Matt. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. But I was like, it could... Oh, Joey did the the scream. Okay. How freaky was that? How freaky was that, Papa? <laughs> For was, real? It was really freaky. <laughs> you know it's you know why? It's because of how his mouth is shaped. Yeah. That's that's all. That's all there is to it. Because <laughs> it's different and it's strange and weird. And then at the very bottom it just says, Peter Lentz. <laughs> just by himself. He doesn't have a, a credit. He was I just mean, he hanging around he in the background. There. He was there. He contributed. He just, like, walks into the background of a scene and waves, then leaves. I know. That would be great. I'd love that. Um, yeah. And I like how they do, um, I like how they're keeping up sort of with the tradition of whatever the actor's name, like the human actor's name, is mm-hmm. also the character's name. And they don't do that every time. Wait, Alan. What do you mean? Chris. His, his name is Chris. Oh, oh, you, okay, you mean the the human cast. Okay. That, yeah, I said human cast. Oh, I missed <laughs> I that. I say that. So, I, I like how they say, like, alright, so technically it's only been, like, four people that do have done that. <laughs> or no, five. Buffy. Buffy, Linda, Bob. Su- Susan? No, no, no. no. Loretta. That was Loretta, <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris and Alan. I thought, that there, I, can't think... I thought that there was more, but yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. Like, when they have you know, oh, who was it? Like, oh, Raul Julia. His name was the same too. His name was Raul in the show. <laughs> I think wasn't it? I don't oh, remember. I totally I to look it up. F- forgot Raul Julia was on Sesame until right now. I was gonna say I was like, it's somebody. It's somebody that he was an actor. Like he did other stuff. No, he was. His name was Raphael. God dang it. <laughs> I love. I loved him on Sesame Street. He was such a dork. He looks so dorky on the show, on Sesame yeah. Street. He wasn't on for very long, but still. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so what did you... So you did a higher perk than I did for the Kickstarter, so what all did you get? Um, I got the download of the movie onto my computer. Yeah, I got that. And then, I think that was my main perk, um, but because they also did a thing where if you got somebody 
to also donate. Oh. And they wrote your name, like, in a box saying that, like, you recommended that they, they donate. Um, yeah. I did that. I got my friend Martha to just put... She hadn't donated yet, and I was like, hey, can you just put my name in the box? And she's like, yeah, of course. Um, and so you also... I got a yellow tote bag. Um, I can't remember what, exactly what's on it. I think it just says, I am Big Bird, and has a sketch of Big Bird. Um and then inside, I don't remember everything that was inside. It was like a lot of information about of copper pot pictures, other other stuff. Um, I think there was a couple postcards uh, with drawings Carol Spinney's done, and it also had a big bird feather inside. Yay! Which is now the second big bird feather I own, so that's cool. Aww, where'd you get the first one from? My good friend Mac was an intern at Sesame Street for six or seven months I believe and she found a huh. feather she found a feather on the floor and she sent oh, it to good. me yeah she didn't you know go and take it from the costume like that story in I Am Big Bird yeah oh god that was terrible that was heartbreaking um but yeah those that's what I got for uh donating to the kickstarter did you pretty that's awesome did you get the you got the download I got the download and then like the dvd or the blu-ray whenever it comes out yeah i'm gonna get the blu-ray too <laughs> yeah that i've been waiting for for like literally two years so i was like oh is it, much. is it this december we're gonna get them this december right no <laughs> oh well then it's, it's this december but the movie's not out yet so maybe not um it's this december hopefully did you watch it on your computer when you when you got yeah. it or did you go to a oh you don't have it in theaters yet do you Mm-mm. nope no we have one. No, we have two Dunkin' Donuts here. We don't have a Costco or a Whole Foods. What makes you think we're gonna have I Am Big Bird? I don't know. <laughs> um, no. I'm very, yeah, because it it does have a limited release. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, this this town is not like Portland. It's not fancy. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty lucky. Portland's a nice big there's, city. I was gonna say there's. We don't have a Tim Hortons, but wait a minute, that's Canada. Yeah, we don't have a Tim Hortons <laughs> either, Laura. Cool your jets. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, we got I Am Big Bird a um, couple weeks ago, and so I had gotten the download, but I decided not to watch it yet. I wanted to go see it in theaters first, and yeah, that's cool. me and my boyfriend went last week, and I literally started crying, like, the second, like, the music, like, started before <laughs> anything was seen, and he's like, are the you- The music was good. The music was super good, and it was- I cried a lot of that movie. It was just a very- wow. It was a really sweet, quiet documentary. I don't know. It was just really lovely. I thought it was so well done. It was very enjoyable to watch. The only thing that I have, like, criticism-wise, is that every story seemed so short, almost. Like... That's... It, like, every... uh, Like, they kind of... They touched on a lot of things, but some things they literally just touched on and then moved on to something else. That's um, fair, which but I, think, I mean... I think, see, what I... I don't know. I'm, I think that, like, they could have talked more about Jim's passing. They could have talked more about the transition that Steve had to go through that everybody adjusting to that sort of thing. Like, especially on Sesame Street, where, you know, Jim... Like, literally his presence is gone, and that's has to be completely felt. But then, you know, you got this other performer that's that has been with the company but has not necessarily been on Sesame Street at all, having to fill in the gap with these characters and that kind of thing. But that's and like fair. and the, and I don't know, maybe because I'm so super invested in Steve's story and especially especially around 
you know, that transitional period. Um, but then uh, Kermit needed to talk again, so we had this other performer, you know, Steve. And they showed his picture. They showed him, like, some new footage, which was awesome, from Fraggle they Rock. Showed, he was so cute! <laughs> and he, wa- or he waves or whatever he does. And then, and, But that's literally it. And then, that's, a, and that's it. I mean, it's... That's true. I feel like there's probably a couple factors with that. Yeah. One being that, like, they did have a lot to cover, and they, you know, they couldn't spend too much time on everything, so the things they did spend the most amount of time on, like, his relationship with his wife, and yeah, that was, coming I into, love that. The whole coming thing into Sesame. Debbie. Yeah, I feel like they kind of focused the most on, like, certain things that they felt were most important to the story. It also probably had to do with, um, who they interviewed, and, like, the material they had to work with. And, I mean, as much as I also very, very much love Steve, um, maybe they also felt that that wasn't the story to focus on. Yeah, maybe. yeah. I'd love a documentary about Steve someday. That would that be... That needs to happen, for real. Amazing. They should just, you know, make a series of documentaries about Muppet performers, and exactly. I'd be down for that. Um, that, yeah, that would so, be something really interesting for the Jim Henson Company to do. It would. Just like, you know... The life of puppeteers, or yes. team up with Disney to actually like do stuff like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. To see Steve for like a second, and then that's it. It was kind of disappointing. But that's just that's me. fair. But that's just me. Um, I mean, I kind of I kind of wanted a little bit more about Steve and yeah. and Jim. And I Jerry did think that... as well. I mean, we oh, did yeah. get to, and we did get to see a lot of him with the interview. I liked and everything, seeing. So. I liked seeing Jerry. Yeah. Richard didn't get a whole lot of mention either. But he didn't, but he was in he quite was in a number a of, of the clips. Exactly, which is why you would think he would get mentioned a little bit more. I mean, but they yeah, also mentioned some, how... That, was, they that mean, was so great to see, is is stuff like that. Like the behind, they mentioned like the, that the Carol was kind of more of a loner, mm-hmm. so maybe, you know, maybe he just didn't have a close relationship yeah. with a lot of those performers. And that and that's, you know, what they said in the in the story, is that that's in the nature of his characters as well, and the way that he has to perform them. Kind of yeah, too. But I really liked um, the interviews with uh, Emilio and and Bob as well. Mm-hmm. Those were really good. I was hoping that we'd see um, Roscoe and so- and Sonia. Yeah, I thought there would be a couple more of the the performers, the actors that have been there um, closer to the beginning. I know Roscoe hasn't, but he's he's been yeah. there for a while at this point. Um, but yeah, it was nice that they got a couple of the. Well, I think humans. I think. Um... And I either Carol or Emilio says it one, but they were like really good friends. Yeah, like they bonded a lot. So yeah, that's it what could just be said. that you know that whatever you know if they did interview Sonya, then whatever she said that somebody else had said, but that's true. You know, stuff so the stuff's not overlapping or whatever they used. To, you know, and I'm sure not every, whatever. I'm not, I'm sure not everybody was available to be interviewed. That's um, true. Yeah, everyone's got too. their own stuff going on. Yeah, and I think I think Sonya just come out with her teen novel around that time. Yeah. So she might have been out doing that. So I don't know. Whatever. It's, that's. She's got a book coming out sometime soon. Yeah, she's got another one. I know. I have to do that. We'll. That, that one's about Sesame, um, which... Oh, they, is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. I think she's got one... I don't remember the title. I think it's, like, Being Maria or something. This oh, could, that's awesome. This could be a total lie, but I'm, <laughs> I am about, like, 80% sur- certain that I read something on her Facebook about it, so... That's amazing, because she's done a couple of teen novels, which I've, I've promoted. I also, um, in the documentary, I liked that they did do a bit of focus on... Um, 
Matt Vogel and how he's yes he's slowly been taken over, but he's you know he's not taken over just yet because Carol wants to keep doing it, which is amazing. No, I really I really liked hearing from from Matt and mm-hmm. uh, the whole thing with the oh your name means bird in German that's so <laughs> cute oh my god that was so funny. What I've learned from Sesame Street is her new cover photo. Okay, so her teen novel is The Revolution of Evelyn Serrano. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah, her, her new memoir, Becoming Maria. Awesome. Awesome. That is so cool. We'll have to do a book club thingy for that. I still need to read the Jim Henson biography. It's. I know. It's sitting on my pile. It's It's got like four other books on top of it, and then it's gonna... I just want to read that book where I've got like nothing going on for a week, and I can just like hide away and read it and cry. <laughs> oh, Gabby. Her real name was Gabby on the show. Yes. Was, was, <laughs> wasn't Miles' real name Miles? Or am I lying? Mm. No. No? Okay. Wait. I don't know. I don't remember. Hold on. <laughs> I want to say that Baby Miles' real name was Miles. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But then later on, yeah. They got a new, not actually yeah. named Miles, yeah. Know who I did like that they got yes, to so, be okay, interviewed? So baby, Wait. so baby Miles from 85 to eight to eighty five to 95 okay. was Roscoe Orman's real son. Yes. <laughs> his real son, uh, Miles. And then later on, they changed actors a couple times. Okay. Or like twice. A couple. That's a couple. And then one time he was played by Kevin Clash, so... <laughs> That's right. In a dream sequence, and he's just a little baby. <laughs> I really... I like that they got Frank to do... To be interviewed. Yeah. That made me pretty happy. Which, they, they got... really good interviews. They got him for being Elmo, didn't they? It's been a while since I've seen that. I'm pretty sure. I think that they did. So, I, I don't know. I think that's really nice that even though Frank's kind of distance himself from from Muppets and Sesame he still you know he'll come back and speak well I mean he always talks about it and that and that's like what he says in that in that interview that was from 2013 but still um whenever people bring up the Muppets and stuff and talk about him puppeteering and especially when his talk about his parents being puppeteer or puppeteers and he's like yeah I never I never really wanted to puppeteer though and people always like they know that a lot of interviews already know that so you know, sometimes they end up like apologizing for bringing up Muppets or whatever. And he always says, no, 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 I loved being, I loved working for the Muppets. I loved working with the Muppets. It's just that I wanted to do other things at the time as well, but I was too scared to say it. That he was too like yeah. self-deprecating or not, you know, didn't feel like whatever he could do was strong enough yet or whatever, whatever his reasons. Yeah. But it's not that, you know, and that he likes to direct more than he ever did puppeteering, but he liked the character work and he loved all the people that he worked with. Yeah. So it's not that he doesn't like the Muppets anymore. Yeah. And it's probably, and I'm, I bet you like 85% of it is people going, so you were the voice of Miss Piggy and you were the voice, and hearing you were the voice of like every single time when you have like three minutes to talk to this person. Mm-hmm. And wanting to correct them and explain why they're wrong is, uh, and like not literally not having the time to do it can get irritating. Yeah, no so, doubt. I don't know. Especially when people are always like, oh, I'll do the voice of this. And he's like, no. And I, I, I respect him so much for that. And then he says why. He's never like, I don't think he's ever like mean about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that he doesn't. I just think that's so, you know. Does he, 
does he still go back? I know for a while he was going back and doing like the occasional mm. segment at Sesame. I don't know. I don't know if he's officially wrapped on doing that, but I liked he did that um, Grover number. Like, I don't. I, last I, I year, think he, I think he'll still do it whenever. I think it's sweet know, that he goes back. He feel like yeah, he feels occasionally like whenever he's around or has time or whatever. And I don't think anybody would not let him do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think it's cool. I I'm really interested to see what Frank would think about the new series. Yeah. Especially especially after watching that interview. Um, but we're talking about I am Big Bird. <laughs> I am Big Bird. <laughs> we're we're getting off track, but kind of staying on track because we were talking about Frank as well. That's but. true. Um. Yeah. As a whole, I really liked the documentary. It was it was really sweet sweet natured the um, thing the thing like i'm gonna let you talk and then and i interrupt you sorry go ahead oh no i was just you know i was just saying as a whole i thought that it was a very well done documentary um very emotional i saw other people in the theater getting teary-eyed at certain uh, points so i didn't feel yeah. quite as alone um and it was nice seeing like a lot of behind the scenes footage i did like that they showed the entire um it's not easy being green from jim's memorial yeah which um, is, I thought they were only going to show a clip of it, but they did the entire thing. No, they did the whole thing. I know. I was kind of I was kind of mad about that because I I purposefully do not watch the entire thing because it makes me cry. <laughs> and then they show the entire thing, and I watch the entire thing, and then I cried. I'm I'm like not even looking it up, but I can't remember her name, and I'm going to say it wrong. Do you remember the little girl? The little girl from Big Bird Goes to China. Yeah, I I didn't that whole thing. I don't know that much about Big Bird Goes to China. I've seen it before, but it was a long time ago. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I wasn't aware of like all the behind the scenes stuff. Um, I also didn't know that him and John Stone didn't get along. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. That was yeah, that was an interesting thing to hear about and find out that was a little bit of dirt because i love i love watching john stone and like the interviews he's so funny and stuff mm-hmm. but it's like as soon you know as carol was talking about like you know i would do something to set him off and i wouldn't know what it is or he would just be like cold to me that day or whatever and i'm like holy crap i know i know your feels man <laughs> i had a director i have a director that uh would do that and that's why i don't work with him anymore yeah, but um, yeah, he's like, and 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 it's really weird because that that certain director actually kind of looks like John Stone, <laughs> like a little bit, but like with no hair. <laughs> so I think that's that's kind of funny. Yeah. Oh gosh, she's so sweet. She played Zhao Fu. Is that how you say it? I think so. The, but you're, yeah. you are talking about the little girl from. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that that whole they mentioned it. Like the... they have like her, like they called her something else. I think, but. Yeah. No, I like in in real life, her her real name they called her something else, but I can't. I'm I'm terrible at reading, especially foreign names. So, I whatever her whatever her real name is, they it's in the wiki. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's gonna be like something really simple. And it's like, yeah, it's pronounced like this. It's really not hard. I'm like, sorry, I'm like really bad at reading. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but like when the like so I I, I got in a little misty during mm-hmm. the the funeral bit. But when when it towards the end when Debbie said like I'm getting like a little bit emotional and thinking about it. When <laughs> Debbie said my little girl, I was gone. Yep. I have tears in my eyes right now just thinking about it. I was gone. So that I I really like that part. 
Um, and the whole thing, the whole I had no idea about the Challenger thing. Yeah. I had no idea about that. I like literally said when they when they mentioned, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't think we're going up into space. First of all, like right away, I thought that probably wouldn't be a good idea because <laughs> Big Bird is really big. He's huge. And I've seen Apollo 13. They are this kind of there's not a whole space in there. So I was like, that's probably not a good idea. And then, um, and another uh, interview, and I forget what it's for, I think it was for USA Today, um, that Carol went on, it was like a 30 minute interview, it was really good. So, he mentioned they, so they nixed that idea, and then they were going to send radar up instead. So oh, yeah. that, the, and then, like, there would be like a back and forth thing with the captain, which was like, um, I, was, I was having a really hard time getting to sleep, because, you know, we see the sun every, like, 30 minutes. So, um... Big Bird would say, well, whenever I have trouble getting to sleep, I'll sing this song and, and hold, I'll sing the song to Radar or something like that. Something, you know, that incorporate Radar. And then, then the next morning, you know, we check in with the, with the uh, captain again. And he would be like, oh, I got a good night's sleep. Thanks for, thanks to Radar and, and you, Big Bird, blah, blah, blah. Aww. So yeah, something really cute like that. But then whoever was like, no, that's dumb. We're not doing that. <laughs> so, so yeah, whatever, like, NASA officials, I think it was, or the, or the network, somebody, somebody official, somebody further up were like, no, that's dumb. We're not doing that. But then, like, as soon as, as soon as he said, a teacher went up instead. And I was like, holy shit. I know I said we weren't going to curse, but I literally <laughs> said that out loud. Like, I said that out loud. And I'm, like, all alone in my room watching this thing I said that out loud that's how stunned I was with that yeah I was just like how terrible was that yeah so yeah that's that's incredible to think about and they sat there on Sesame Street on the set they like stopped taping or whatever to watch the the Challenger go up yeah so that's really terrible um but really terrible but on the one hand we were we were really lucky to not have lost Carol in that as well. Yeah. So that that didn't happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's crazy. That was really <laughs> daunting to know that that. I mean, it's an awful thing that happened for everybody, yeah. obviously. But you know, Carol, Carol's a national treasure, and that would have been. I don't know. I don't know what would have happened. I really like the illustrations <laughs> that they used. Yes. Because I think that's a lot of a lot of uh, Carol's personality too is his artistry. Yeah, I like the illustrations and, with him and Jim. Mm-hmm. Those were pretty sweet. Yeah, those were really cute. I wish they'd use those. I I wish they'd use them more. Yeah, because it felt like they did them like they did they about did a, like two or they three did times. It, yeah, for I forget what the other one was, but the one with with Jim and you know I like what you try to do. I always I love that line. I love it, and it's like it's a real thing that he said. But I think that like that's one of my favorite Jim quotes. I love what you try Laura? to do. Um, because he got it. So. Um, Laura. I like that they used that for that, and you know, obviously the stuff they didn't have <laughs> trying to call video her back, whatever. trying to call her back. But I think they could have used it Colin a little Laura more back. in different things, um, still so that that could have been like because uh, kind of like what being Elmo back. did with like the Colin photographs. Laura back. Oh no, what happened? Laura. Laura. I <laughs> know. Oh, Laura. Wait, we lost her. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so kind of like what being Elmo did 
Um, I'll start that again. I was trying to figure that out. I wish they had kept that through. Like with uh, what Being Elmo did with the photographs. And, um, like, I mean, that kind of was a through line sort of thing. Yeah. Where they... And the photo... I think the photographs thing with Being Elmo was... Didn't always look great, but it was... You know, they constantly use that. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe they didn't use more of the animation in I Am Big Bird because they did. They were very lucky that Carol filmed so much of his life. That's true. And so they didn't really have to rely on it. They only really used it to fill in a couple gaps where there was no footage. Yeah. Um, But But yeah. I I don't know. It it was nice to see. I would agree that they could have probably used it maybe two or three more times. um, So it would have been more consistent, but not too overbearing. Yeah. Yeah, and I like that because I don't I don't think that was Carol that did the anim- animation bits, but but it was definitely it was definitely in his style. Yeah, very much inspired by that his it, his style. It, it looked like it was something that he would have done, kind of thing. Um, and then the music was yeah. really good. There were some parts where I felt it was they were it was a little off, and I can't remember because I watched it. We I I watched it when I first got it, and that was like two weeks ago. So um. There was there were some some bits where I thought, nah, that's kind of some weird soaring music for this time, which I, <laughs> I didn't always agree with the choices. Uh, but overall, it was very good. Yeah, definitely. And that's always important because you know, oops, was that you or me? That was me. Sorry. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I was scratching my eye and I hit my mic. And you hit yeah, you hit your mic. It okay. happens. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I liked that there was a lot of stuff that we didn't know, like the Challenger thing and, and, and John Stone and Debbie. I remember hearing that story before, that he asked her out like four times and didn't realize that it was her. Which is funny, but then, you know, it's also kind of kind of strange. Yeah. Like, you didn't know it was her? Like, I'm sure there were reasons. <laughs> yeah. But still. But Debbie remembered, and that's what's important. That's <laughs> That is true. Yeah. yeah. Maybe our hair was different. I don't know. I thought it was a cute story, but yeah, it was a little weird. But I mean, <laughs> they both thought it was funny, so I guess that's all that matters. Yeah, that's that's, that's just what's important. They're what happy. It doesn't matter. They're happy and in love, oh and that's gosh. good. They're adorable. Yeah. They are. I want to love like that. Jesus. <laughs> Crikey. They're so in love, and it's so cute. Mm-hmm. That's really, that's really nice. So overall, I thought it was a really good piece. I wish it was longer, because it was only like an hour and a half. Yeah. I think if, I think if it was longer, it would, that would solve all my, <laughs> the, my criticisms of it, I think. It probably could have. They could have drawn out things more, if they had the time, but you know. It probably could have been, you know, maybe like 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. Longer. It was good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Me too. Liked that's what it matters. a lot. And it was interesting. I really love the poster for it, too. Yeah, that shot of like the the design of it and the shot of Carol um, in the Big Bird legs. In the Big Bird legs, mm-hmm. I really like that poster. Yeah, and they use it like all the time in the magazine stuff, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Like that that shot of Carol as well. If nobody's seen Julia's uh, poem Aww. for Jim Henson's passing, you should watch it right now because it's so good. <laughs> Um, it is so good. I I wrote that. Shut up! Shut I, up! It's so good. I was just gonna That's say. That's how good. I wrote it a couple months ago, and then um, I participated in the Portland Poetry Slam a lot, so I'd done it there. But um, 
Yeah, for Tough Pigs, we did a week of remembering Jim Henson since it's the it was the 25th anniversary this month of his passing, and I was like, "Oh, Joe, I let you read that poem I wrote. Can I do something with it?" And he was like, "Yeah, just you know, if you want to record it, that'd be cool." And I was originally gonna record it, um, record me performing it in front of people, but then I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Why don't I just get my friend, who's really awesome, and is the showrunner of a cool series called The Misselthwaite Archives, which I produce slash write for, um, and she recorded it and made it super pretty. So y'all should go to Tough Pigs and find it's that so video. It's so pretty. I love how you guys did it. And I like to say that I contributed to it, <laughs> because I, a lot of that Muppet stuff I gave you. I was only like half of my Muppet stuff. I still have a lot of stuff in storage from college. I know there. Were, I know. I noticed things missing. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. That. Yeah. The telly beanie. That was me. Mm-hmm. Um. Oops. I hit my mic. The. Uh, the. The Gonzo plaque. That was also me. We only used one of the plaques. I have the other one that you gave me too. Oh, I know. But I mean, like that. Yeah. One. Yeah. But I figure. I mean, that it looked really good. Yeah. So that was my little contribution i helped i helped you definitely helped i did help i considered wearing my gonzo onesie for it but i was like i don't uh, i was like that's a bit much no one would take me seriously <laughs> you couldn't be angry <laughs> in the onesie you just can't do it no nope. it's impossible <laughs> you wouldn't be able to do it you're like no i can't i i can't get there emotionally i gotta go change unless you'd have to stop the video that's true <laughs> um i think we're i think we're naturally progressing down uh, first off, uh, a comment that I was corrected about for the last podcast episode. Peter Lynch oh, right. was not on Tough Pigs. He <laughs> briefly was on Muppet Central, I believe, but not Tough Pigs. So don't go looking through Tough Pigs for things that he posted because he didn't do it. Yeah, no. I was Ryan wrong. Dillon, however, totally was because I remember him being on there yes, and stuff, which is pretty and cool. He used to do he used to do some puppet stuff with uh, with Danny Horn. Mm-hmm. Whenever they would get together, which were, was cute. Oh right, the giveaway. Yeah, I was like that's, there's one more thing. I was waiting to see one if more you, thing. You had anything else about that one? But yeah, the giveaway, and then okay. that's, that's pretty much it. Okay, so we did we did get a question um, from Charlie's friend, and I don't know what their name is, but you can just read their screen. The- yeah, their screen name is Awkward Gravity Falls Screen Caps. Follow them on Tumblr because why not? Uh, is would you want to live in bid? Big Bird's Nest. No, I would not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd like to sit in Big Bird's Nest and visit it, but I feel like that would not be a suitable home for a human. Oh, I was, I was gonna, I was, okay, this is a joke, but Bob, Bob's cute. Um, I would rather live in 1970s uh, Bob McGrath's little apartment. Oh, Because he's a hottie. Um, no. <laughs> I think no. Me and Julia should have um, an apartment right next to Burton. Or, well, maybe not right next to because those late night sheep parties are weird, get out of hand, very loud. Yes. There was a whole there was a whole musical about it. Whole yes. Musical segment about it. So we would live eh, same building. That's a good building. <laughs> That's a good part of the neighborhood. Um, and we would have uh, it would look exactly the same. But with Julie and Laura stuff instead of Bert and Ernie stuff. We have like, you know, no bunk, not bunk beds, because those are dumb. Um, I don't like bunk beds. But we would have like the twin beds in the same room, because of course, why wouldn't you have that? 
and then we'd have our initials carved in because that's just practical. Otherwise, we'd get mixed up. Yes. I don't sleep in your bed. You don't sleep in my bed. And we'd have like the picture in the center of the front room mm-hmm. that we'd had somebody commissioned to paint because how the, that's cute. Um, probably Telly. I don't know. Maybe Grover. I'm not sure who did it. Um, and then we'd have like our little chairs with our with our reading materials, but we're kind of similar, so our stuff would kind of overlap a little bit. We're not as polar opposites as Bert and Ernie are, of course. Um, but you know. She would definitely have, you know, have that John Green stack. And I would be like, yeah, I'll get to it. But I'll just be lazy. <laughs> Haven't gotten to it yet. You put a lot of thought into this imaginary apartment. Nope, I just made it all right up right now. Nice. <laughs> yep. Talent. So that was, like, pretty much our own, our only That was our only question. question. Number seven. Who was number seven? Number seven is Alexander Bermage from Ooh. Facebook. Yay. He sent us, like, a really nice uh, message on Facebook, too. Oh, yeah? It was like, did you not read it? I don't get the oh, messages on Facebook. Yeah. Anyway, I lost it. Anyway, I will be sending him a message, because I did write down his full name, so that's good. Um, but yeah, no, he sent us a really sweet message, like, he was saying how much he liked the podcast. And, oh, good. And that, um... Well, congratulations. So, congratulations, um... Alexander. <laughs> I forgot what his name was. I was looking at Anthony's name on there. <laughs> I was looking at Anthony's name on there, so that's why. We're so professional. I, did, I almost called him Anthony. Yay! And then I'll be getting in touch with you for your address, and a little package will be coming your way shortly. Aww. Yay! 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 That was fun. That was fun. I can't believe it's over. I'm kind of sad. The give The giveaway? Yeah. Which we had to, like... Cause like now I know, yeah we had to delay it. We had now. to delay because not that many people. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Maybe we'll... but then we got more and now that's enough. Yeah, and maybe we'll do we'll more do giveaways in the future. Maybe we'll do one around Christmas time. Yeah, and and another thing, I mean that came out a while ago, so the people that wanted it probably already got it. Yeah, or could easily get it for not not too much. Mm-hmm. But now you get it for free, at my expense. Woot. Totally. Yeah, yeah, totally at my expense. Uh, Julia didn't contribute anything. Thanks, it, so. thanks, Laura. <laughs> thanks, person that works at Barnes and Noble and has a cool discount. Look, it's only thirty percent. Okay, only... it's really not that much if you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I've used that to your advantage. I know. I'll I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. You contributed it in spirit. Yay. And an enthusiasm. It's what I'm best at. And other things. Okay, so I think that's a good way to end it. All right. I think we've we've gone a little bit over than we usually do. Peanut, do you have anything to say? Peanut? Huh? Do you want to say goodbye? Come here. Peanut, come here. This is my dog. Peanut, come here. Come here. No. Yeah. I can't hurt. Peanut. Peanut, say something. Say something, Peanut. Is Peanut going to say anything? No, he's trying to rub his head against the microphone. That's not Peanut? good. Peanut? Can you say bye to everybody? Huh? He's whining. <laughs> Peanut? Hmm? No, don't lick me, please. Okay, Peanut, say bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's licking the microphone now. Okay. Right. Okay, Peanut.
Are you just trying to? No. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 We could probably he, he could probably hear him on. <laughs> she was making like really funny little noises. Yeah.